Joining us now from uh, the state capitol is State Senator from District 20, Rich Drayheim. Good morning, Senator. How is, uh, how's your day going? Good, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I, I'm not familiar with that Billy Joel song. Oh, that's, uh, I think, uh, from his first or second album, some real, really early stuff uh, yeah, that you, you probably have to dig out of somewhere if you're a Billy Joel fan. I think Street Corner Serenade is the album. Huh. How was your weekend? Uh, did, were you able to take advantage of some nice weather? You know what? It was my daughter's prom. And she's a junior, so at, at her school, all the junior parents have to do all the work. So we spent Friday and Saturday um, getting ready for the kids to do prom, and, and it went very well. The kids looked great, and, uh, you know, I think everybody had a good time. So all right, was, good to hear. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into some uh, news. Uh, you know, last week you, you weren't able to join us. You were, uh, weren't feeling well. But, uh, you know, last week, I think it was a week ago today, that uh, the the leak out of the Supreme Court came uh, about the uh, a majority, um, I, I guess, uh, not, not decision yet, but uh, uh, the, the statement was leaked uh, concerning the abortion issue. Have... You, since then, over the course of the last week, has that been much of a topic uh, on the state level? You know, it, it, it's there's a lot of uh, water cooler talk, if you will, up here, because, you know, we talk policy all the time. And, you know, what sets Minnesota apart from most states is we have our own case. Um, there was a, a case called Dole versus, versus Gomez um, that puts us in a little different position because that was a Supreme Court ruling. Um, so no matter what happens with the Roe case, um, Gomez would still be here in Minnesota. So I, I, I don't think anything would change here in Minnesota. Uh, but there has definitely been a lot of, a lot of talk, especially about uh, that there's never been a leak like this, uh, you know, of uh, an opinion um, out of the Supreme Court. Um, so unprecedented times, and it'll be interesting to see um, the who and what and why that was leaked, because um, that's a tight-knit group of not that many people that would have access to that report. Yeah, that uh, is going to be interesting, the finding, because the investigation is now underway on uh, who uh, who uh, sprang the leak there. So we'll um, yeah. we'll just kind of continue to follow that. Since we didn't talk to you last week, uh, and a lot of things got wrapped up last week and went into conference committee, did you have any major bills that you had been working on that uh, are now being heard in the conference committee? Yeah, well, I have my own uh, housing bill that I, I'm you know, on a conference committee for, and I was on a couple other little conference committees, um, you know, reinsurance and stuff. But right now we're working on getting our big bills passed. So in the last week, um, you know, we, we've had, um, I think, higher ed, veterans, transportation, state government, all get passed off of the Senate floor. And then, of course, the House will pass their versions, and then we go into conference committee. Um, you know, the veterans, um, you know, what main thing we do normally uh, in in Minnesota for veterans, um, veteran homes is something we've really pushed to get veteran homes spread out throughout the whole state. Um, you know, what can we do for these people that have earned um 
you know, a little extra in, in my opinion, you know, through the VA and then uh, veterans homes. Um, so we have three homes that were uh, funded, uh, one in Preston, one in Montevideo and one of Bemidji in our bill. And then every so many decades, we have traditionally given bonuses to our guards and reserve members um, for for their work and for um, people that have served in conflicts. Um, so there, there's been a lot of chatter with with our bill on on that. Um, you know, we want to encourage people for the guard and the reserves. What can we do to encourage people to enlist? Um, you know, you think about it. They've been called to work in our nursing homes. And our nursing home, yeah, you know, in the last two years, um, so we we need to do everything we can to encourage good people to get in, and so we have some bonuses in there, um, and then when people serve in conflicts, you know, World War One, World War Two, um, etc., they they do bonuses to the people that served in those conflicts, mm-hmm. um, and. They're not. It's not a lot of money. It's just a token appreciation. So the kind of the Iraq conflict time period um, moving forward uh, would get six hundred to two thousand dollars, depending on how many tours and and what they did or didn't do. So that's. And I, I didn't know that the state had paid bonuses. This is the first time that has come up mm-hmm. on conflicts from um, from past wars. It's like Korea or whatever. So you learn something new every day. All right. Uh, once again, State Senator Richard Dreheim is with us. Uh, you had mentioned uh, the, the conference committees are going to be busy here the next couple of weeks and that you were on uh, uh, one. How many are, how many uh, conference committees will you be involved with? Um, this is my second major one uh, or third major one. I, I'm not sure. Um, I asked not to be on the Health and Human Service one. Um, because I had uh, other bills I'm, I'm working on, a large mental health package. Um, and then, of course, my housing committee, um, conference committee, I'm already on. So um, hard hard to do more than that, you know, because we only have a few weeks left. And, uh, you know, we will have the potential of meeting every day uh, until we come to an agreement. And, and we are quite a ways apart between the House and the Senate. Um, so it, it will it will be a challenge to come together yeah. just on the dollar amount there itself. Yeah, I was going to ask, the uh, next question would be, have you seen the House's uh, version of those bills yet, and, and how far are you apart? Is it mainly money uh, that uh, that's separating the two sides? No, it's, it's a lot of policy differences, and... Um, you know, there there are, are things in each body that we don't talk about, um, and and not because for any particular reason. There's just a lot of volume of bills. Um, you know, we're at 4,500 plus bills again uh, this session, and it's hard to get through them all. Uh, impossible, really, to get through them all. Um, so the, the the Health and Human Service bill, for instance, um, the, the House version is almost a thousand pages. Um, in a non-budget year, spending a lot of money. Um, you know, our bill for that uh, committee 
is really heavily weighted on trying to increase the pay for personal care attendants. So we hear from our nursing homes and group homes that they have a hard time hiring people, and that's been a problem since the six years I've, I've been in office, um, but even worse now. So people can go work at McDonald's and get paid a lot more than they can being a personal care attendant taking care of our loved ones. Um, and we we want to fix that, but it's very expensive to do that. So in our Senate version, we, we, we spend quite a bit of money on that and really not much money on anything else trying to fix that wrong that's been going on forever. And I'm very grateful that we're attempting to try to do that. So hopefully we'll be able to get that done. But then the conferees will have to sit down and duke it out. And, um, you know, without leadership getting involved, if one committee, you know, is spending a billion dollars and the other committee is spending $50 million, uh, it's going to be hard to get them together because that's quite a difference. Yeah, that is quite quite the uh, spread. Uh, lastly, Senator Dreheim, our, you know, the governor has said he's not going to have any special sessions this year. Are you? Is there is there optimism? Do you feel like uh, deals are going to get done uh, before the deadline, and you're going to adjourn as, uh, uh, you know, on on time on the twenty third? Well, I hope we're done on time. There's absolutely no reason. It's not a budget year that we have to uh, have a special session. Um, but I always said, watch the UI bill. That is kind of my baseline. And it finally got done. It took months and cost us $3.7 million in interest. Um, but we finally got the UI bill done. So maybe there's hope now. We had to buy it. So all the House, the Senate, and the governor all said they wanted to get it done. The Senate, we took the governor's proposal and ran with it, thinking... That would be the quickest way to get it done. We were fooled. We had to pay $3.7 million in interest, but then we had to buy the support of the other body by offering more hero pay. Um, so our hero pay that we had agreed to, $250 million wasn't enough. Um, so we had to go to $500 million. This is how things get done. And then we had to give the governor $180 million for COVID response moving mm-hmm. forward. So that is how the UI bill got done. So it cost us um, $3.7 million in interest, which is pocket change compared to the half a billion dollars we had to pay in frontline workers, and then the $190 million in COVID um, response money to the governor for him to use how he wishes. All right. Uh, well, Senator, we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's much appreciated. Uh, have a, a great week. I know you're going to be a very busy one, but it's going to be uh, hot and sticky. Hopefully, uh, the uh, new, the uh, new Senate building out there has uh, air conditioning included with it. <laughs> we have temps in the 90s this week. Yep, which should be fun. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Rich. State Senator Rich.